Welcome to the WTF is a Dad Bod podcast, dedicated to discussing your journey of reshaping fatherhood and redefining the dad bod. Brought to you by a fitness enthusiast and father who believes that the path to looking and feeling good requires some effort, yet to enjoy yourself while redefining what life in your 40s should be. Providing healthy tips and introducing quick and easy workouts that you can do at home with the occasional tangent into other topics. Before we start, I'm going to encourage you to start moving now. Go for a walk, a run, or jump on a stationary bike, and let's get started. Welcome to WTF as a Dad Bod podcast once again. Thank you for joining. Are you a gym person? Do you like going out to the gym? Do you like exercising in the gym environment? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I personally don't, so I've designed my own workout environment at home. I'm going to tell you about that today. So, I've been known to talk about this in the past. And I know I've probably mentioned it a few times in previous episodes. I'm not a gym guy. I don't enjoy the gym and not because I have never been there. I used to go to a gym. I had a gym membership when I was younger in my twenties and I used to hit up the gym several times a week at first and then kind of died down. Um, used to go with some friends once in a while as well. Uh, but I did spend many years in the gym. And I've tried many different workouts, of course, and, uh, you know, in your twenties, mostly trying to gain muscle, um, and, uh, trying to basically just look better, um, in your twenties and in, and when you're in your twenties, it, it is a little bit easier to put on the muscle. Um, it gets a little bit more difficult once you hit your forties, of course. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about preventing the dad bod, which unfortunately uh, uh, is something that affects a lot of men in their early to mid to late forties and maybe even later, maybe even earlier than in their forties. If it's a exercise that you've stepped away from in your, in your later years, in your thirties or forties after, uh, having a family and, 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 and working full time. When I was in my twenties and I used to go to the gym it was pretty straightforward. I mean, I just used whatever I could find at that time as workout plans, but it was usually a classic plan followed by 20 minutes of uh, cardio, really 20 minutes of cardio after my workout, sometimes before the workout. But here's the question. Why 20 minutes? Why was it 20 minutes that I chose? Well, that's something that I had heard. And I had heard that you had to do at least 20 minutes of cardio, anything Less than 20 minutes of cardio was basically a waste of time. And you weren't really uh, activating anything in your body. So I used to do 20 minutes of cardio and that was the bare minimum. That's why I didn't do a minute over 20 minutes. I would get in 20 minutes and it felt like an eternity. What's a classic strength training plan? Well, I'll tell you when I was training in my 20s, it was basically just classic bro splits what we used to call, and it's just a, a plan that I either found in a magazine somewhere or a friend of a friend may have suggested a plan and you just thought that that was whatever it is, was something that was working at that time. So that's basically what I did until I got sick and tired of it or just basically stopped going to the gym, fell out of it, still ended up paying my memberships, but really wasn't going anymore. You start feeling like crap and you tell yourself, I have a subscription. Let me just go back 
and a, and a friend gives you another plan and you, this whole thing just starts all over again. Now, a split plan is great for somebody who has experience in lifting and of course, somebody that can follow the plan consistently, right? Three days a week or two or three muscle groups a day. What sucks about this plan is that if you miss a workout, you miss, you know, two or three muscle groups on that particular week, which will discourage you. I mean, I'll, I'll speak for myself. It discouraged me. And uh, you kind of feel like you didn't accomplish what you needed to do that week. So it would throw off everything. And, and if you would miss, let's say, the Wednesday workout and you knew you had another workout on Friday, well, I'd tell myself, I missed my Wednesday workout. It threw off my whole plan. What's the point of going in on Friday? So I'll tell you a little bit about my mentality. I mean, this is exactly what, what it was. Now, having said that, if the gym works for you, and it's something that you enjoy. I mean, you know, some people like the gym environment. And it also can be that some people don't have the space at home to implement a home gym. And they don't particularly like bodyweight exercises. Even though, like I mentioned, bodyweight exercises can be a great, great tool um, if you don't have the space and you don't have the equipment to exercise. But again, if the gym environment works for you and you enjoy going to the gym and socializing with people maybe at the gym and uh, using the particular types of equipment that are available there, then by all means, keep it up. Of course, uh, it's always better to get in a workout than not get in a workout. And like I said, at the gym, you can access all the equipment that you need and it puts you in an environment basically that's designed for exercise. I mean, everybody's there for the same thing. Everybody's working out. So in some cases, it can be perhaps encouraging to, to hit the gym and, uh, and work out in that type of environment. I used to find the gym a little bit discouraging when I was in my 20s and 30s and I used to attend. I mean, I hated traveling to the gym, whether it be before work or after work or whatever the case may be. Summertime wasn't so bad, but in the wintertime, it'd be extremely difficult to uh, get in change out of your boots into running shoes, into your gym gear, be all wet and cold. Not a very pleasant ritual. And then once you would get ready and get changed and put on your shoes and all that, you would walk in and, you know, usually the time that you would attend the gym would be after 5 p.m., right? After work. And then the cardio machines are all taken. So now you got to wait around. Or you know, you can't use the uh, treadmill or the stationary bike because those are taken already. So you would have to do a machine. You would have to get on a machine that you don't particularly like. And that's just a, a terrible way to start a workout. Cause in some, in most cases you don't want to really be there anyway. And then you jump on that machine in 20 minutes of that. And now you're bored and you want to leave and you haven't even started your actual workout yet. So I've done all that stuff and you know, I'd get into it at first and be all pumped and, and encouraged to do it. But uh, the feeling would wane very quickly. And uh, I don't know, but I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. There's a whole industry really to encourage people to join the gym and jump on the New Year's resolution bandwagon. And, uh, you know, the whole month of, or the whole first week of January is is dedicated to that. And you get a whole bunch of people that sign up in the first week of January and they're all there. First week, second week, by the third week of January, half are gone. By the end of January, you're back to the same group of people at the gym. I guess I was part of the same group at that time where I would just 
end up making excuses not to go. Tired. It's too late. I have other things to do. It's too cold. Oh, it's too hot outside. Forget it. So how did I get over it? And how was I able to implement this in my life and make exercising part of my daily routine? Um, unfortunately, it's not something that started right away. Um, again, 20s and 30s were basically just hitting the gym on and off, trying to get in a workout here and there. And frankly, I couldn't get into the groove at that time. Really, it was uh, years basically before I actually buckled down and, you know, exercise and workouts became an important part of my life. And this episode really is about my experience and, and how you may get discouraged just like many others do. And years will go by when you're all telling yourselves, how am I going to do it? How am I going to make exercise part of my life? Speaking again about my situation, I started getting into serious exercise really after I turned 40. Uh, prior to that, I was basically just training for long distance running races. This is somewhere in my mid thirties. I had discovered marathon running or long distance running, I should say, because marathoning was really not my goal at that time. Running really became a great gateway into making exercise part of my life. Uh, and running in my opinion is really the easiest form of exercise. And I mean, it's easy because everybody knows how to do it. Uh, at least how to start. It's cheap. Uh, and if you start in the summertime, you really need no equipment. All, all you really need are shoes. And, you know, it's great to start in the summertime, especially if you live in a colder climate like I do. Uh, you can do it while you're enjoying the weather and, and really working on your tan. I mean, it, it's a great way to get outside and, and enjoy the sunshine. So five kilometers, 10 kilometers, 20 kilometers... And then all that turned into signing up for half marathon races. And at that time, I really wasn't doing any weight training uh, because I didn't like going to the gym, like I mentioned, and I didn't have any equipment. So I, I really didn't do any of that. And obviously, these are all excuses because uh, there are different kinds of exercises that I could have done uh, while I was running. And in the wintertime, I would, you know, you don't, you tend not to run in the wintertime, of course, because of the weather, but again, excuses, right? And this brings us basically to the year 2020. So 2020 was the year of the pandemic, as we all know. So early 2020 was, uh, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic hit and, you know, running was of course still part of my life at that time. And I was doing a lot of running and the running is great socially distant activity. Um, it's something that you can do on your own outdoors. So you don't, you don't, you know, it didn't require, uh, any additional equipment and I didn't need to go to the gym and I didn't need to, it's not like playing a team sport or something like that, where everything kind of got canceled and everything closed. However, you know, being at home, not being able to do much else, really, I decided to push this to the next plateau. And in my mind, uh, the next plateau for me was strength training, being at home and really not being able to go out and, and, you know, not really having anything else to occupy the time and exercising was something I was getting more and more interested in. So I started implementing strength training. Now I was always a fitness enthusiast. I always 
I mean, there's a reason why I kept signing up for the gym and there was a reason why I I kept starting different kinds of workouts. I, I didn't follow through on them because I wasn't getting results at the time, but I was always a fitness enthusiast and, and I've had tried different types of weightlifting in the past, like I mentioned. So I did have a few things lying around the house equipment wise. I had some old weights and, uh, I was able to kind of repurpose some old barbells and some old, uh, an old weight bench. And basically once the lockdown was announced here in Canada, uh, I grabbed that old weight bench that I had sitting around and I had an old York brand. If anybody remembers York, uh, I don't know if they had them outside of Canada, but we had the old, uh, York brand cement barbells. There were these yellow cement barbell and dumbbell sets that I had sitting around the house. These were there gathering dust really because I hadn't used them in years, but I said, you know, I found them and I said, it's time to break them out. Let's get them all, uh, dusted off make sure they're all working well. And as luck would have it really, you know, weights at that time were very tough to find because gyms were closed all over. And, uh, the people who were attending these gyms, uh, wanted to continue their exercise routines at home. Uh, so they went out and they bought up basically all the weights and it was very difficult to find exercise equipment and weights, uh, in stores or even having them shipped to your house. So having this even primitive equipment, I mean, weights are weights, really. Uh, it was a huge bonus for me. Now, in addition to everyone else who told themselves, you know, I'm stuck at home, time to see if I can get back in shape. A lot of people even, I would say, they did that. They were able to get back into shape. They were able to implement the exercise. A lot of these people really were exercising even before the pandemic. So it was just a question of occupying that their time with what they were already doing. But some people didn't. I mean, if exercise was already not part of your life, but in your day-to-day work, you know, you would walk to the bus or you would walk to the subway, you would walk in your office uh, or whatever job that that, that they were doing. Uh, this was taken out of their day-to-day. So they really, it really eliminated most movement out of their days. And this, obviously, they're, any exercise that they were doing, albeit minimal, pretty much went down to zero. So how can you set yourself up for a success if you decide to exercise at home? Which is what obviously what this podcast is about, or this episode is about, I should say. It's like anything else, I think, that you want to, or that you are interested in. You want to make your environment interesting. You want the place where you're doing the activity to be interesting to go to. So I can understand that some people cannot have a home gym, like I mentioned, and if going to a gym environment, again, works for you, by all means, don't change it. I mean, if you have that routine already, keep going to the gym, keep it up. The positives basically is that, like I said, you have the equipment to do any exercise and other advantages. If training with other people fires you up, then by all means, go for it. So I'm an introvert and, um, it's something that I realized not too long ago. In fact, that I was an introvert when I found out what an introvert was and, you know, being an introvert, of course, I like being alone and I like having the equipment ready and all for myself whenever I feel like it. And I prefer exercising by myself. I like listening to music and I like staying away from 
any distractions, really. I mean, uh, no phone, no tablets, nothing like that. And working from home uh, during the pandemic really gave me the opportunity to use this, albeit basic, home gym and design it the way that that worked for me. I, I, I found a corner in my basement where I was able to put that old bench and, and the old weights. Uh, I had an old stationary bike that I had bought many years ago. Another primitive piece of equipment, really. So exercise bike on one side and, and, and the bench with the weights on the other. And uh, there was my home gym. Surprisingly, something that was considerably more than what some people would have had, even though it was, you know, it was 30-year-old equipment, but it was, it's better than nothing. And it allowed me really to start my journey in, in strength training once again, and this time at home. Uh, and like I mentioned before, I mean, it is, uh, you want to create that environment that is encouraging and a place that you want to go. There's a place that you want to be. You do that with other rooms in your house, uh, whether it's your bedroom, whether it's the living room or the TV room, or if you have a home theater, for example, you would decorate it with with posters of, of your favorite movies. This is a place where you can also create that type of environment that, that makes you feel comfortable. You can put posters, you can put a set of speakers so you can listen to music or listen to podcasts if you want. You can set the equipment exactly the way that you want. And if you don't, like it after a couple of weeks, you can always change it, right? It's your room. It's your house. It needs to be a place that you look forward to going really and a place that you want to go to. If you like sunlight, for example, and you have that opportunity to put it next to a window, perfect ventilation. If you want to put in a fan or something like that to keep the air circulation going. And of course, I mean, like anything else clean. And when I say clean, I mean, clean, of course, you know, dust free and and all that stuff, but try to have nothing to move around within the room. So you really don't want to have to move stuff around in between exercises. It'll get you out of your groove and uh, it's not as pleasant for your workout. So if you have stuff lying on the floor, figure out a way to maybe move it out of the way, put it in a corner or, or take a second to really redesign the room to something that's going to be a little bit more easier to move around in. In some cases, you could put up a TV, for example, if you want to watch the news or watch sports or, or, or your favorite TV show while you're doing cardio, perhaps it's also a good idea. Uh, I don't know how much I'd recommend having a TV when you're doing strength training. I feel like strength training is that kind of thing where you have to get into your head uh, and really focus. Uh, you can have music going, for example, but so I'm not a fan of having visual stimulation uh, while I'm lifting, uh, while you're Strength training is something where you need to be in your own head and, and really focus on the muscles that you're, that you're working. So I, I wouldn't quite recommend it, but if that's something that, that encourages you and, 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 and it's something that you want to implement, by all means, it's your house, it's your room, go ahead. So all of this really led to a very basic full body workout three times a week that I started doing at that time. This is early 2020, like I mentioned. And, you know, incorporating bodyweight exercises where the weights couldn't help. This really kicked my fitness up a notch and, and the pandemic really opened the door to fitness, significant weight loss, and eventually really to creating this podcast. The whole point of this podcast is redefining the dad bod. And late 30s, early 40s was at a time where I was definitely afraid of, of, of 
being burdened with this dad bod and it's not something that I wanted to have. And I, and I knew that if I didn't do something about it now, I was going to have to work much, much harder later on down the line to be able to go back. Look, it's not a, it's not perfection, uh, but it is something that, that helps stay in shape and above and beyond even staying in shape. It's, it really helps with, you know, preventing any kind of disease uh, in the long term and helping you live a, a longer, healthier, fitter, happier life, really. So that's why I'm happy really to share these tricks with you, or if you may call them tricks or, or just things that I found out over the last three, four years, and hopefully make you believe it is possible to redefining your dad bod. Uh, it, there's, if you're not there yet, in other words, if you, if you're not at a point where you're in full dad bod mode, uh, then great, perfect, get going and, and, you know, you'll, uh, you'll be able to get back in shape in no, t- in no time. But, you know, and if you're even further down the line, then, I mean, no better time than now really to start your journey and, and start exercising. Let us know if the pandemic played a positive role in your fitness or if it played a negative role in your fitness. And if, and if, you know, you're looking to maybe, uh, making some changes starting now, no better time than now, really. Like I said, reach out through us through Instagram at WTF is a dad bod or by email at info at WTF is a So going back to, uh, basically some gear that I use, like I mentioned before, an old bench, if you have an, an old weight bench, that's great. Otherwise, I mean, you can find an old bench or you can find benches for sale uh, out there on the used market. Go online, look at Craigslist or uh, any other or any other application where people sell used equipment. Any bench really would do as long as it's solid and it's in decent shape. Weights, like I said, are optional. Uh, it's great to have. But I mean, bodyweight exercises are a great way really to get started. And different variations uh, that can help vary the difficulty of the exercise as you know, on this podcast, I like sharing one bodyweight exercise at the end of the episode, which I will at the end of this episode as well. So bodyweight exercises are great. But if you really want to get some weights, you can also look at adjustable dumbbells. Um, I have a pair of adjustable dumbbells, which are great. They range from very lightweight to a relatively heavy weight, and they take up much less space than, uh, than a whole set of dumbbells, for example. Resistance bands, always great when you've gained some experience with bodyweight exercises and you're looking to increase resistance. They complement your bodyweight workout well and they add an extra layer of resistance to uh, basic exercises. So eventually you can use these in combination with weights to add certain variations to your workout. In other words, really always a relatively low cost, good investment. And they're all, of course, portable. So you can take them anywhere if you have to travel, uh, whether on vacation or travel for work. So a lot of this podcast is based on my story and how I took a situation like the pandemic and lockdown and, and really turned it uh, to my advantage. Admittedly, of course, turning 40 was a trigger point. You know, 40 years is a big deal. You know, you're a senior at your job, you have a family, you have kids, you have a house, you know, you've pretty much made it in your life. You just, uh, you end up entering a point in your life where you're a little bit more comfortable with your decisions and you don't have to ask anyone else for permission. The, really, that's what I want this podcast to be about. I'm going to encourage you to reach out. Let us know your experiences with exercise, with the gym. If you're a gym person, if you're a home gym person, and uh, if you have any ideas about how to get fit, you can always share with the community. 
And, uh, and of course, in addition to fitness, if you have any other hobbies, interests that have become part of your life as a 40 year old dad, by all means share with us and, and, and we'll be, uh, will be great to discuss those things in a future episode, of course. Now time for our bodyweight exercise uh, part of the show, what I like to call uh, the bodyweight buildup. Today's bodyweight exercise is going to be good mornings. Great for your hamstrings and your buttocks and really provides a nice stretch in your lower back and your hamstrings. So stretching out that lower back is important, especially for, for guys our age now. So please go take a look. I put the link in the uh, show notes. You'll be able to access that the instructions on how to do the exercise as well. So go check that out. Good time to do it really is in the mornings. You can stretch out your lower back and your hamstrings first thing in the morning, which is nice. And of course, I mean, start slow, increase your angle as you go out throughout and, you know, more and more as you, you become, get used to the uh, exercise, you'll be able to stretch your back more and more and be able to, to, to increase the angle. And once again, this week, I've included the WTF is a dad bod playlist. Go check out the Spotify link in the show notes. Uh, It's a playlist of five songs. Let us know what you think. If you like the songs, if you don't like the songs, let us know if you want us to add some new songs. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of music. As I've already mentioned, I always look to expand my horizons and, and, uh, and learn about new music and, and, and new artists. So please reach out at WTF is a dad bod on Instagram or info at WTF is a Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like subscribe and leave a review. More importantly, share with your friends, colleagues, and anyone looking to redefine their dad bod. If you have any questions about workouts, exercises, dad stories, or dad jokes, connect with us on Instagram at WTF is a dad bod or by email at info at WTF is a dad bod.com. Results are the product of small changes over time. Keep moving.